Over the past week, I've encountered several tragedies, each of them seemingly senseless and preventable. One involved the unveiling of a former student who we greatly cherished and who we lost in his late 20s, nearly 18 months ago. The second was a young man in his mid-30s, a close family member of dear friends, who passed away tragically a week ago. If the greatest figures in Jewish history, Moshe, Job, Shlomo, could not comprehend the presence of pain and tragedy in our world, I certainly am not hubristic enough to try. Still, a piercing insight from the 19th century Hungarian giant known as the Ksav Sofer, the second in a long dynastic rabbinic line, offers a meaningful perspective. Among the various sacrifices enumerated in this week's parsha is the Toda, the Thanksgiving offering. The Torah directs us to present it after emerging from certain precarious situations, a stint in prison, a difficult sea or desert journey, or a dangerous illness. Each of these circumstances justifies a special expression of gratitude. Yet, the verse adds an unusual detail found only in relation to the Toda among all the myriad sacrifices. You shall slaughter it so it should be acceptable for you. The implication is that a person must submit this offering with a full heart, which is peculiar, since we would imagine that someone who has recently enjoyed salvation would be most likely to feel this way anyway. Why the need for an added warning? However, the Ksav Sofer observes, this penitent may in fact struggle with mixed emotions. True, he has been redeemed from his troubles, but he might resent having experienced them to begin with. For this reason, the Torah insists that the Toda be offered wholeheartedly with an appreciation that, for reasons perhaps beyond our grasp, the suffering also was a contingent part of the deliverance. The Mishnah expresses that one is obligated to recite a blessing for the bad, that one goes through justice for the good, basing the teaching on the verse, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. This is an extraordinarily demanding expectation, and in fact, the Talmud tempers it to some degree, pointing out that only in the world to come, a place of pure truth and total clarity, would one recite the identical blessing on good and bad tidings. In our limited, obfuscated existence, we pronounce different texts for joy, he who bestows goodness, and sorrow, blessed is the true judge. Still, the commentaries do explain that we should pursue a state of radical acceptance in attempting to recite the latter, painful benediction, with the same sincerity and passion as we naturally would the former. For most of us, professing actual appreciation for our life's hardships would be delusional at best, dishonest and presumptuous at worst. It would likely also strip us of our basic human imperative to grieve and walk through the pain. When directed towards others, an expectation that they react in some graciously scripted fashion would be callous. Our role in such situations simply is to be present with them in their pain. And yet, and yet, we can simultaneously work to recognize, abstractly, if not viscerally, that even the anguish somehow is essential to the greater story, that from an infinitely broader view, it can even warrant appreciation, an offering brought with a full, though fractured, heart. Shabbat Shalom.